When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Searching for just the right job? Whether you're looking for full-time, part-time, or seasonal work, you can get started today. Amazon Jobs offer the whole package with great pay and flexible shifts that allow you to choose when and how much you work. Find a warehouse close to home and discover the role that works for you. To get your application started for an hourly job, go to Amazon.com apply. That's Amazon.com apply. Amazon is proud to be an equal opportunity employer. Yeah, there is the match reaction on the Blue Room. Everton are into the quarterfinals of the League Cup after beating Watford 2 0 at Goldison Park, but doesn't really tell the whole story. Um, joined by Mark Mosey and making his first appearance in the flash on the podcast is, is Lyndon Lloyd. Uh, Lyndon, thanks very much for coming on, first of all. No problem, thanks for having me. Uh, you've been over watching the Toffees over the last few days. Um, not the best two performances, <laughs> you know, yeah. you'd have to say, in regards to the game against Brighton. Uh, and the win tonight, which was, was hard lines at times. But um, have you enjoyed being back over at least and seeing the lads in the flesh? Yeah, yeah, I have. You know, it's been, it's been a while. And, um, yeah, not, not the two best of games. But, you know, we'll take a win. Take a win tonight. That's the main thing. Yeah. If you're going to come over for these games, can you just let me know? And I'll just, <laughs> I'll just leave the country in future because... If, you know how to pick your games if you've seen Brighton and Watford tonight. Yeah, I think I think the, <laughs> the only ways, the only worst two games I've heard from somebody coming over was when Rob Vera came over for the first oh, time, he and he's seen Bournemouth away two-one defeat and the Man United loss on New Year's Day. So uh, at least you've seen us, us win. But um, I mean, I'll, I'll come to you first, uh, Lyndon. You know, scrolling through social media there and see people's reactions. There's people who were just made up. We're in the last eight, and you know, we're potentially free games from a Wembley final. There's other people looking at the performance and how it doesn't really feel like much of a step forward um, where, where are you on it all after the game tonight yeah after after Brighton following West Ham I'm taking it game by game by now you know um, I mean I'm for, for me Michael Silva needs to prove himself again to me and so I'm just taking it bit game by game first hour tonight it was bad first hour was pretty 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 poor um, but you know the, the most important thing was to be in the la, in the last eight and then we'll um, we'll go from there I think it was it's probably the most apologetic ever performance I've seen in quite a while um, <laughs> it felt as though from the minute the lineup was announced it, it to me it's, it felt like a crowd pleaser it, it was halfway in between thinking that we wanted to give people like Moise Keane and Calvert-Lewin and, and seemingly every other attacking player at the club a chance to prove themselves um, whilst also retaining a little bit of structure and I think they, they, there was an evident lack of balance um, we spoke about this coming away from the game and the, whenever Everton seemed to try and include all of these attacking players and try and go a bit gung-ho and we saw it in the days of Delafeo and Lukaku and Morales and we tried to throw every single attacking player into that lineup. We just lose all sort of structure, uh, and I, I think it, it stunk of that tonight. Um, as much as I hate to see someone like Moyes Keane used as, as bait for this side at the moment, it was important that we we made the change at half time. Um, he, he probably wouldn't have been my my pick to come off because, above all else, I think he just needs game time. He needs a confidence boost. He needs a goal. Um, so, a, a little bit of a 
a reckless choice by by Silva to, to A, sort him and then B, to hook him. Um, but I, I think it, it was a... I think it's fine to say that we're all happy that we're in the last eight, but important to say that we haven't really learned a lot about this Everton side after the last 90 minutes. I think the Moyes Keane topic is going to be the one which people discuss most, Linden, after this. And, you know, you, you sort of look at it, and I imagine Marcus Silva will say he made a change at half time, Fear Walker came on the right hand side and was good and helped Everton get back into the game, sets up the opening goal, obviously. But I think taking the Moyes Keane incidents in isolation you know, incidents probably a bit of a strong word but his selection on the right wing in isolation it, it felt very much to me as though we should have either started him up front or had him on the bench to come on and play off front for the last half an hour if, if we're ahead or, or we need to get a goal and I think there's been simmering concerns in regards to, to Moyes for a while now and it feels though we're, we're doing that Everton thing where we get a really good young exciting prospect and, and we might be starting to ruin him a little bit and it's worrying isn't it? Yeah, I mean, there's been an accusation that he's been mismanaged to this point. And I've kind of been in the camp where he's a young player and you have to be tread very carefully, particularly one adapting to a new country. But tonight, I think everyone was crying out to see finally what he could do. Um, throw him in there against you know, a Watford team that we're expected to beat. Um, and I just, I thought he was completely wasted on the right wing. And I, I said to the, the lad next to me, I said, why doesn't he just... Put him up front with Calvert-Lewin and just yeah, see what happens. Yeah. Just try that for, just for once, for crying out loud, try two strikers. <laughs> um, and I was I was disappointed to see him come off. But you, I think Silva, unfortunately, we vindicated in the fact that Walcott did change that side of the pitch and give Watford just that bit more to worry about. Um, and he had just that bit more experience, that bit more nous. Yeah. I mean, I think it's... It's, it's hard. I mean, the thing I'm thinking about most about this, Mark, is trying to put myself in that lad's position. You know, he's, he's, he's made the big leap to come to Everton now. And, you know, he's, he's been he's been iffy in his performances so far. He's shown really good things in regards to his footwork and his liveness around the box. But he's shown some, some things you'd expect from an 18-year-old player as well. And I imagine probably for the first time in his, probably in his Everton career today, he's probably sat in the dressing room at half-time, sat on the bench for the second half, and sat at home tonight thinking, I'm probably having doubts about the move. Yeah, I think regardless of what you see the Carabao Cup as to Everton, someone like Moyes Keane on the back of not getting a lot of game time in the league sees this as a massive opportunity. Um, and I think you're right, this is the first time that we've really dangled the carrot in terms of game time and snatched it away so so harshly. Um, for someone like him, I, I have no problem with him feeling elements of frustration tonight because in the small snippets of game time that he is going to get, for him, he wants to be in his ideal position. He wants to be playing his natural game. And there's nothing about that. I mean, if he wants to come out and play a 10-minute cameo against Manchester City on the right-hand side, then we all kind of get where he's coming from. We need, we need that sort of workmanship on the wing. But tonight was not about workmanship. It was about someone like him showing how much talent and quality he has in comparison to a, a very poor Premier League side. He, at the moment, for me, is a victim of football club who doesn't really know what its best lineup is and we we pick our 11 based on the best previous 20 minutes that we've had you get the feeling that if in between 70 and 90 minutes tonight if if Theo Walcott had lit it up and if Cheng Toshin had been brilliant then that would have been the lineup for the next game and it all feels very impulsive there's no real structure about how we we set this side up and as much as we hate to be negative on the back of a, a win it's important to recognize that we are not really on the the corrective path here 
Um, and I think it, it, it's it's long been a, a frustration and a, and a critique of Silver and that he doesn't really know his best lineup. And I think for a long time that's been a little bit of a, a flimsy accusation, but in the last few weeks and the fact that we are seeing consistent change game by game there is an underwhelming feeling that we're not really sure what we as fans think is the best 11 and I think it's evident that Marco Silva isn't really clear on that yeah. um, second off things take a while but eventually they do get better at Linden and I, I, I wouldn't necessarily say it was you know Everton playing well I think it was both teams struggled at times because they had teams that you know were, were, were personnel didn't really have links with each other there's no real passing patterns in the game it got very bitty very fractured and I think sometimes when you get games like this and it happens a lot in the league club neither team plays well but you've got better players on our side who are just making better decisions at times and getting up the pitch and it felt just by sheer force of that and sheer force of will from the crowd sort of urging this team on you know we have the the, the Iwobi shot that hits the bar we have Walcott clean off the line Dini hits the bar that deflected free kick and and slowly but surely just by that force of will it felt like that goal was coming in the end didn't it? Yeah I think in the end just we, we had the better players and the quality told in the end um, but looking at that team that team's not going to win anything yeah. unless something changes um, and again you know, it's, I don't think that's negative to say I think we've known that with the, you know, the team's struggling um, so we're you know as long as you're in the cup, you have a chance. But yeah, we need, he still needs to prove plenty before we look like winning anything. Yeah, and just I'll, I'll come back to you on this one very quickly, Lyndon. Uh, Mason Holgate getting the goal on the night um, couldn't really miss it. I have to say, it's, it's a good cross and field walk up. But um, you know, I think last couple of games we not played particularly well but I don't think he's done himself any harm in regards to the performances he's put in I think he was assured in the main again tonight made, made one tackle at the, the park end in the second half on Delafeu where I thought oh my god he's going to give away <laughs> going to give away a penalty here but um, calm on the ball gets his goal keeps a clean sheet um, I think he's pushing Michael Keane for that starting spot now yeah I think yeah, I made up for him because I thought he was the best uh, the better of the two uh, defenders at Brighton um, and I think he did really, really well tonight. I was really disappointed to see Yeri Mina go off because he was just a beast. Yeah, he was excellent tonight. Um, but you know, and, and again, why, why rush him back? Yeah. That was a curious decision. Why, why rush him back, particularly with Spurs to come? Uh, but yeah, Mason Holgate looks far more assured than Michael Keane has. Although I have to say, Keane looked pretty decent tonight after he came on. He was dominant in the air. Um, but yeah, Keane's. Um, Keen's psyche worries me, and um, you know this. This is going to do Mason Holgate a world of good, I think. And it's good that we have, we truly have a third central defender that can compete. Whereas before, I think we came into the season worrying we only had two. Yeah. And we had yeah. we brought in a, a fullback from you know a player who'd been playing on loan in the championship as a fullback, and it wasn't enough competition. I think he's proved at least in the last two games that he that he can provide that. Yeah, I think massive credit to to Yerry Mina first of all in the first half. In the we've spoken so much about his, his his communication drawbacks and the fact that he's not necessarily going to be that fluent leader that we all expect and we all desperately need him to be at the moment. But I think the the setup that we ended up with in terms of Keane and Holgate making that partnership at the back, it, it all looks very nice and very comfortable when you are under a, a limited amount of pressure yeah. and I think that's exactly what we got tonight if, if you allow those two players to to carry the ball out like we saw Holgate did at the weekend and 
and to go from side to side and, and to find people like Gomez and Delph with relative ease then they are always going to look fairly cultured and fairly composed on the ball I think if they are really put under any sort of physical or intense pressure that's when you start to see the cracks appearing and the question marks about both of them have been how do they react under that sort of scrutiny um, so far I would say fairly negatively for both of them um, very much reliant on a on a sturdier and more solid centre half next to them and I'm still relatively unconvinced that either one of those men can be can be the compatriot for the other really um, I think what we lacked in terms of in terms of the core tonight and, and the spine of the team was someone to really take the game by the scruff of the neck in the centre of midfield and I think when you when you look at the lineups and the fact that we've got people like Gomez and Delph against Will Hughes and uh, someone in Decore who albeit has the quality is, is coming off the coming off the bench cold and we should really be in a position where we are forcing the issue at that point um, I think that, that's what disappointed me in terms of we relied on on brief sparks and moments to get ourselves over the line it felt like a very attritional performance um, and for something that should have been a little bit more run of the mill and a little bit more routine and I appreciate that Everton in any form of cup competition is far from routine but I think we made we made very hard work of, of what should have been a, a, an easy night but ultimately we all came to this game tonight saying that Marco Silva needs to save his job by putting Everton in the next round and he's done that um, we avoid any major nerves at the end of because Richardson breaks away and, and scores and I was saying to Mark on the way down that um, I think that's the type of goal he should be scoring five times a season where the game's stretched he gets the ball on the counter attack he cuts his side from the left hand side and, and slams it in and you know I don't think he had a particularly good game tonight um, you know he was out on the left hand side didn't really link up too well with Luka Dean but um, that's his first goal in 12 games after the one um, got, got short off at the weekend um, and he just, just, just looked, like, looked like a player last few weeks that needed a goal and hopefully scoring that goal and scoring what should be a very Richardson type goal will give him a bit of confidence going forward now yeah, I was. My biggest criticism of him recently has been just his decision making, and when he when he cut the ball back on his right, I wondered if he should have hit it first time. So I was when it hit the back of the net, I was really relieved. But yeah, that's the as you say, that's that should be his bread and butter kind of goal if we're playing the way we should be playing and hitting teams on the counter and, and then just sending him away. Um, but yeah, all too often he's too far wide. He's making the wrong decisions. And I think the, my biggest criticism tonight was just the lack of movement in the yeah. team in midfield. I mean, I was down in the paddock, which is almost pitch level. Um, and in both halves, all you could see between the fullbacks was a forest of yellow. Yeah. And I think Watford deserves some credit for closing everything down. They actually did a pretty good job of closing everything down. But they just... No one comes to the ball. Yeah. It's, it's actually quite amazing. You have the um, fullback retrieves a, you know, one of these long clip balls to the left, and everyone's like, "Great ball!" But then from there, where the, you know, there's, there's yeah. no, there's just yeah. still not enough of that. And that, I mean, ultimately, it comes down to Silva, and he's good. That's something he's got to fix. Yeah. Um, that was the last orders by you just heard in the pub, by the way. So we will wrap this up now. Uh, who do you want in the next round, lads? Colchester. Colchester. <laughs> <laughs>
at home. At home. Yeah, at home. Uh, I'll prefer them in the semis if we can manage to, to get that somehow. But uh, but yeah, um, really appreciate your time, Mark. Linda, thanks very much for, for coming on as well. Uh, we get to the final. Are you going to come back over for that? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Uh, we're going to catch last orders at the bar. Uh, we'll have more reactions to this game on Wednesday on Radio City Talk 6.30. Uh, myself, Paddy Boyland and Mike Diasha will be on that as well. Uh, we'll speak to you again very soon here on The Blue Room. Searching for just the right job? Whether you're looking for full-time, part-time, or seasonal work, you can get started today. Amazon Jobs offer the whole package with great pay and flexible shifts that allow you to choose when and how much you work. Find a warehouse close to home and discover the role that works for you. To get your application started for an hourly job, go to Amazon.com apply. That's Amazon.com apply. Amazon is proud to be an equal opportunity employer. Sports Social Podcast Network.